We haven't talked to Cheryl since she visited the Bahamas and watched a lot of really good basketball. So let's get to that here on the Cheryl Reeves Show. This is part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. Follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod. Best way to listen to this show or any shows on our expanding network. Subscribe to your favorite podcast app. So Cheryl, tell me about the Bahamas. Well, first and foremost, um, there was really good basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was nice to kind of get you know right back into it and you know watch multiple games a day. Um, you know, got to spend some time with some some good people that I really enjoy uh, talking talking hoops with. So um, obviously got to see the Gophers. So successful trip. I thought the the basketball was really good. I thought that you know the the tournament organizers had to be thrilled you know, with a UConn, South Carolina uh, matchup in the finals that was aired on on um, the mothership, the ESPN. Uh, so it was a win-win. You know, it was a gift for ESPN. Um, and uh, it was, I think, a really well-played uh, game between uh, two powerhouses. So that was fun to be a part of. Let's get more into that. I want to remind people that uh, we survive and have thrived because of our sponsors. Thank you to Rudy Luther Toyota, All Energy Solar, Cara Quinn, my realtor and should be your realtor, and also Successful Marketing Group. We're going to be doing a live show December 14th, 7.30 p.m. at Pizza Luce downtown right there on 4th Street, right by Target Center. Uh, it's Gloria Ramsey's Successful Marketing Group's uh, winter wear, annual winter wear drive. We've had great success with these shows in the past. Tons of people show up. We have really cool guests. It's for a great cause. It'll be a lot of fun. Highly recommend coming out 7.30, December 14th. Pizza Luce downtown. Come check it out. And thank you in advance for all your uh, your presence and your contributions. So, uh, and how, what do you think of the Gopher basketball performance in that tournament? Well, you know, I thought they had a really, really tough, uh, tough go in terms of some of the draw that they had. They probably had the toughest, um, you know, matchups. And uh, the Oklahoma team that they played, you know, was was a really good team. And I would be very surprised if they're not you know, in, in the rankings and, and doing quite well by tournament time. Um, so, you know, I thought that um, I think Lindsay would tell you they it was an overall successful trip. They learned a lot. I mean, drawing UConn first, you know, and then, you know, beating a Syracuse team and then the tough matchup with Oklahoma. That's, you know, like coming out of their one and two probably didn't feel great. Um, but I think overall, in terms of the bigger picture, I think it was really good for them. And, um, you know, they, they since have, you know, um, you know, won some games and they got a tough one tonight, um, you know, against uh, North Carolina. So I think that tournament will, will help them in, in their upcoming games against some really good teams. Yeah. And, and Lindsay's talked about that, the fact that she's she's willing to schedule tough opponents, hoping that will toughen her team up for the Big Ten in the future. And obviously she's building towards something here. You know, it's not just about getting easy wins or or, or pumping up the record. She wants she wants to compete at a very high level. And you do have to schedule tougher competition to do that, I think. Yeah, I think you got to know what you're aiming for. And, and you know, I think sometimes when you, you hear coaches coach you about the importance of this or that, you know, this is what the great teams are doing. And then, to, you know, to actually be able to, to, to see it and go against it, I, I think it gives you real knowledge. Uh, any other cool moments for you in the Bahamas? Uh, get, a, get to catch up with anybody in particular? Um, no. Um, you know, I, I had a chance to, you know, just, you know, with the tournament organizer uh, group and, and, and uh, you know, Mike Tebow and, and his family, uh, who obviously is connected to the Gophers. Uh, I did get to spend a little bit of time uh, with the voice of the Gophers, Justin Gard, uh, who of KFAN. 
Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it was just fun. It was, you know, it was a lot, a lot of people had their families there, which was nice. And, you know, of course I had the, the luxury of being able to, you know, have some family time as well. And, um, yeah, it was overall, overall, it was a nice trip. I was wondering about this. Do you think the, the success of college women's basketball helps the WNBA or is it more that the prominence and the kind of rise of the WNBA helps college basketball or is, does one lead the way or is it, it really almost a, a partnership? Well, it should be a partnership, um, but I would say that the success of of, of college certainly um, would then feed into the WNBA because that means that, you know, you're, you know, that's the pipeline, right? Um, you know, so, you know, I think also the WNBA is helping colleges because there's an opportunity as a young age for, you know, young people, young women to look at and go, I could play uh, in the WNBA. And so you start playing at a younger age. And so the overall talent level goes up uh, in the interest in the sport. And so I think that helps uh, collegiate programs. And, and then, you know, obviously the the talent is groomed there, you know, and then it's, it's a feeder uh, into the WNBA. So it all goes hand in hand, you know, kind of circular, circular, if you will, uh, and, and, you know, really needs to be a partnership. I think one of the things that we need to unlock in the WNBA is the, you know, the connection between these college teams and the WNBA and they're, they're following, you know, continuing to follow, you know, the players that they rooted for. Um, and so that's been largely absent in, in an odd way. Uh, and that's hopefully something we'll be able to, you know, that, that'll be a nut that we're able to crack um, in the coming years. What makes Don Staley such a good coach? You know, I'm around Dawn, uh, you know, obviously with the national team, I, 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 I know her well, I, you know, it's a chance to, to coach her. So I, I know how she operates as a person. Uh, I always say this, I think at the root of anything successful, whether it's a business or, you know, managing a sport team, um, it's, it's, you know, it's a couple of things. It's players knowing that, that you care about them. I think the way that Dawn invests uh, in her players, they know it. Um, and, and, that, and it really before the players, it's the staff. Uh, if you notice, Dawn always has really loyal people um, uh, around her. She surrounds herself with really good people that she invests in, uh, and they want to they want to do things for her. They want to run through a brick wall for her, uh, whether that's people that are recruiting, uh, and so obviously that leads to the success of of landing players. Look at look at the recruiting classes that South Carolina gets. There's a lot that goes into that, but you know, Dawn makes people feel important. Um, and so whether that's the staff, you know, whether that's the athletic department, whether it's other sports in South Carolina, whether it's a fan base, I just think she does an incredible job of investing in the people around her and empowering them. And, and, uh, and that leads to then, you know, the on court, what is she so great at on court? Um, you know, j just, you know, if you look at all of her teams, you know, she's been successful everywhere she's been um, because she has a, a vision for an identity. I think a lot of times young coaches lack that. Uh, Dawn's never lacked that. Uh, the identity of her teams, um, and she's perfect for the SEC, uh, they're going to defend their tails off, and they're going to play uh, defense that's going to be difficult to to make entry passes. You know, any any uh, field goal attempts are, are more difficult. They're physical. They're athletic. Um, and, and I think Dawn also has an atmosphere there of, you know, like it's, you know, chemistry is important, and, and she's able to foster those things and get really good people and um, that's a long list of why I think Don's good, but uh, I think I know her pretty well. Tennessee had something of a dynasty under Pat Summit. Gino has had something of a dynasty. Uh, does Don have a chance to build something like that? And is it more difficult now as it seems like there are more good women's college teams and coaches? 
Yeah, but I think you know Dawn has Dawn has done it uh, through the years. It is it is hard to do to to win so consistently over an extended period of time. Um, but when you have you know staples to your your program, when you have longevity, continuity uh, to staff and people that understand uh, what makes it all go, and they all stay committed, there's no reason why. You know, that's, that's what Pat Summit had. I mean, Pat was a terrific coach for sure, but she also had some very um, comparable uh, characteristics in terms of how, you know, the people around her, how they felt about her, what they would, they would do anything for her. Um, you know, Dawn has that same thing. And, and there's no question that, uh, you know, I think Dawn will be doing it, you know, for at least seven years because of the, the contract extension. Um, but, you know, if she continues to go on beyond that, Absolutely, she'll she'll be in the in the in the conversation with those those uh, very legendary coaches. I want to ask Cheryl about uh, scouting. You know how it actually works. What's coming up on the WNBA calendar? I want to ask her about the the success of the Timberwolves and a couple other questions about the college game coming up here shortly. First, we want to thank Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. I also like to tell you that as a home improvement project, solar energy can start paying for itself the moment the system is powered up. It can pay back back 100% of the installation costs within eight years, plus a system from all energy solar can even pay back over 300% of its cost over its lifetime. You can even save more if you install by the end of the year with 2021 solar incentives. Learn how you can make the switch at All Energy Solar. Dot com. Thanks to all, all Energy Solar. And I've told you many times about Cara Quinn, longtime sponsor of the program, C-A-R-A-Q-U-I-N-N. I've told her what, how, what a big help she has been to us. I also want to tell you that, you know, you don't even have to employ her as your realtor, as I do, uh, to get great tips. You can always go to CaraQuinnRealtor.com or go to VibeMN.com Realty, Vibe Realty. Just Google Vibe Realty or Google Cara Quinn and it'll pop up. And uh, I love the emails I get from her. You know, the latest one was about buying and selling in the winter, uh, how it differs, what the market is doing, you know, how, how the market is responding after a year of kind of low inventory and very high prices. She always makes you feel like you know what's going on and Man, when you're talking about one of the biggest decisions you're going to make financially in your life, you want to know what's going on. So Google Cara Quinn. You'll find her wherever you find great realtors. Go to CaraQuinnRealtor.com or find her at Vibe Realty, which has a beautiful little office over in St. Paul and Selby. I highly recommend working with Cara. And thanks also to Glory Ramsey of Successful Marketing Group. Again, Glory has run the winter wear drive for a a few years now. They've been great successes. We get big crowds out. People are very generous. Uh, So Come out and see us December 14th, 7.30 p.m., Pizza Luce downtown. I recommend getting there early or even reserving a table if you want to sit down and eat because we might have a, a big crowd there. Uh, what? So I know you do a lot of the scouting yourself. What is your scouting team like? How big is it? Yeah. Um, so when you say uh, scouting uh, myself, I assume what you're saying, like our staff, like we, right. we have to do the scout. We don't have a team uh, of right. scouts that, that exist in, in men's sports. 
because their seasons are, you know, they run concurrently. Ours run opposite. So we're able to uh, be the scout team as well. <laughs> so, uh, you know, myself and Claire and, and, and Katie and Planette and Rebecca and Ashley, you know, we all kind of share in, um, you know, kind of launching a, um, uh, a schedule of, of uh, you know, uh, whether it's prospects or actual games, um, and, and we just map it out, and we try to get a certain frequency. You know, we've already mock-drafted how we think things are going to go, and so in doing that, it helps to shape where your attention needs to be uh, in terms of, um, you know, whether it's position, the, the strength of the draft, we know where those positions are, um, you know, do we have a need there? You know, what, you know, what, what are the possibilities? And so, uh, and that, that, that's kind of, um, you know, that's, that's an ongoing process and, um, you know, it'll go all the way obviously till April. And in, in the middle of all that, we have free agency. And so that will impact, uh, the draft. And so you really have to kind of cast a, you know, a larger net and, and cover a lot of ground, uh, because of possibilities. And, and you might think that there's, you know, a positional need that you have, but you don't know what's going to happen in free agency and you've got to be able to shift. Um, you got to be ready to trade up, trade down, you know, and kind of work through those scenarios. And uh, so it's quite extensive in terms of uh, the work. If you put it in, um, you know, you, you can you can get a lot of knowledge uh, from these prospects. And that's what we try to do over the next four months. You don't know what your pick is going to be yet, do you? Uh, we know that we're eighth. And we know that okay. we're 13th and 21. Yeah, so we, we know our our draft positions. The draft That's lottery right. uh, will determine the top four. Right. Uh, but the other positions are locked in at this point. And obviously you've had success uh, drafting even, you know, at the sixth position. Eighth position with a pretty loaded roster. I mean, what are your real – are you looking for a rotation player? Are you looking for a project? Uh, or are you hoping just somebody – or maybe somebody really good falls to you? What, what's your mindset? Yeah, I don't think, you know, at, at eight, you know, unless you're really the top of the draft, you're not getting a player that's, uh, you know, going to have a chance to start for you type of thing. I think you're looking for a player that, like you said, can be a rotational player that can be serviceable. And, and frankly, that might even be difficult. Um, you know, teams are deep right now. Uh, most of the teams are. And, uh, you know, kind of breaking in, you know, as I look at our roster, you know, I, I could rattle off to nine players. That would be, you know, nine or ten players that would be ahead of. Uh, the draft pick. Uh, and so that, that's what we've seen the last few years. It's hard, you know, even for first round picks, there's just nothing guaranteed about that. And last year's drafts, I mean, you know, to even, you know, to, to get uh, meaningful playing time, you know, was hard. I mean, Charlie Collier started off uh, starting and then, you know, was then coming off the bench. She was the number one pick. Um, it really varies by the draft. Uh, the top of this draft has a couple of good players that, you know, teams that need some help that you could see probably getting meaningful uh, playing time. But the rest of them, I mean, we, we've got some deep teams and, and this league is really good. And we've said that. But uh, I think in our case, you know, you're looking for a player that that you want to grow with, like a, like a Renaya Davis last year. You know, when you, when you put her on the court, you hope that they can do some things that in, in a rookie deal that they can help your team win. And, and how meaningful minutes, I, you know, it's, it's just hard to know. Uh, Nafisa Collier was an outlier. Uh, sure would like for another Nafisa Collier to happen. It's not likely at eight, uh, at, you know, especially in this draft. So, um, yeah, so you know, that's, a, that's a long answer to a very short question, or, you know, which is probably 
uh, rotational player that, that you want to, for the life of their rookie deal would, would be uh, utopia for us. By the way, that is a, a that is something that I wish all interviewers and journalists did is ask short questions, give people a chance to actually <laughs> formulate their own answer. Don't paint them into a corner with a 45 word question. It's a pet peeve of mine in my business and in this market. Okay, enough of that. Uh, by the way, you want to say uh, congratulations to Fee? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm glad everybody knows the news now. Um, you know, we've had a chance to talk to Fee obviously along the way and uh, when she first shared the news. And so we're incredibly excited for for Fee, for Alex, for their families. You know, we, we know, you know, how incredible it is to be parents. And uh, it's quite the journey. I know she's super excited. This is something that uh, she's, you know, she, she wanted. We've had conversations about, you know, that at some point starting a family would be on her list. And I'm just really happy for Fee and really wish her a, a very healthy pregnancy. Yes. Uh, and by the way, going back to Renaya, uh, what are your actually now that you've had her in your program for a year, even though she's been injured, uh, do you have a new set of expectations? Do you have a better feel for how she might fit in when she's healthy? No, that's the hard part is we really don't know anything about her still because yeah. um, she was just with us for three days. And, and uh, you know, the rest of the time I, we've learned a lot about her personality. And, and you know, and I, I joke with her. I said, I really hope you can play because I really like you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and that's how all of us feel. We have really enjoyed Renaya Davis. Um, uh, and so, you know, the next step, and I'm excited for her that, you know, uh, Rebecca Brunson has been in town and, you know, as Renaya has gone through her rehab, you know, get a chance to move away from the, the medical staff and more into basketball staff stuff and uh, kind of getting her ready to hopefully be able to go overseas and play and then just, you know, and be ready when April hits. I know she's super excited and um, I can just say that we're hopeful. I want to thank a couple of key members of the Talk North team, Brandon Morton, our longtime producer, and Karen Cleary, our sales executive. You can always reach Karen at K-C-L-E-A-R-Y. Let me do it again because I always mess it up. K-C-L-E-A-R-Y at TalkNorth.com. A couple other uh, live shows coming up. John Krasinski's show, uh, December 2nd, 7 o'clock at Tuttle's Eat, Play, Bowl in Hopkins. The next Chin Music show with Roy Smalley, Lavelle Neal, December 7th at the Pizza Luce in Eden Prairie. We'll talk more about the Byron Buxton deal, which I'm very happy got done. Uh, by the way, uh, we've talked about it you know, over the years. You share a facility with the Timberwolves. Um, I know you get to know people on that side uh, pretty well. Any thoughts on their recent hot streak? Well, uh, super excited, and and uh, I think it should be noted, or Chris Finch should note that it's it's since we had lunch that uh, that they really. Ah. Took it off. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, no, but I'm super excited, and and uh, you know I, I I I try to explain to people. I think you know that the when when you watch a team play, and I think you know this, Jim, because you've seen the bottom, um, you know, with, with the Wolves, you've seen an apathetic team, you've seen you know teams that you know, just would prefer not to be on the court and play. And, and just, you've, you've seen the worst of it, right? Like, and, and so it's hard yes. to cover. This team is, has always had a different feel. And, 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 you know, they, they seem to really, you know, if you were at training camp, you, you could feel the energy. I think the energy the staff gives them, um, you know, clearly, you know, obviously we're excited for Glenn, you know, Mark and Alex are really into it. Um, and so there's a different vibe. And I think people, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to get behind because I think that they, they play hard. Um, you know, there, there's not, a, you know, I don't see any apathy in, in what they're doing. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I think there, there's real possibilities uh, for this team to be a playoff team. And uh, that's the first step, right? That's, that's kind of making that, that's a huge step. 
Uh, and I think that you know, if they can continue, it's always about getting lucky health wise. You know, hopefully we get Pat Bev back soon and, you know, hopefully Carl can, you know, he hasn't really gotten it going yet. Can you imagine when, when Carl really yeah. gets it going uh, and, and, you know, kind of add to, I, I, I love what uh, Vanderbilt's doing. Obviously I love Pat Bev. So there's some real intangibles that I think this team has that maybe some past teams haven't had. And I think that's why it's easy to get behind them. And of course, you know, the excitement around Anthony Edwards and the, and the way that he can he can perform at times, you know, is is it's really got the, the fan base energized. So it's 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 fun to see. And I'm really happy uh, for for Coach Finch and, and the rest of the staff, of which is one of ours, Ashley McGee. So we're very happy for them. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, what? you talk about, you know, Carl hasn't been the most productive that he's ever been in his career. Russell had a slump and, you know, Edwards is still a 20 year old. So he's not going to be perfect all the time, but that, you know, isn't that what playing defense does for you? If you play defense, then you don't have to be perfect offensively. Well, and that's exactly it. And I, I I've said that, uh, you know, repeatedly through the years on, you know, any team, if you, you play defense, you have a chance to win every single game you play in. So why would you not play it? Uh, and so this team, you know, and Chris, Chris Finch very smartly, um, made that a priority in training camp because that's what you need to fix with this franchise. Play some darn defense and rebound the ball. Now, I know that's, you know, that part's a little bit of, of a struggle <laughs> right now. But, um, you know, again, you want you want to be a good rebounding team. you got to have rebounders. You need more Vanderbilt types, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, uh, you know, both ends. And, uh, you know, I just, yeah, I think it's it's that that idea of what does it take to be successful you know, your willingness to do the little things, your willingness to put yourself on the line for your teammates defensively, be there and help. I watched them develop uh, the defense in training camp. And, um, you know, I, I like I thought if they can keep this up, you know, they have a chance to be successful. We saw it very early on. They turned teams over like crazy and uh, they were there in the paint. You know, I've watched many of Wolves teams that, you know, scored the opponent would score 62 points in the paint. Uh, and there's just no concept of, of bringing help and clogging and making teams make extra passes. And this team has it. And, and that that's why you see it's translating into some success. Now it's a long season. Uh, but but I think that, you know, we, we've got a, far, a lot more good uh, to hang our hat on uh, than, than the other way, which which is really encouraging. Tell me about your lunch with Chris Finch. <laughs> it was really nice and chill and, and, and uh, you know, just kind of a little bit of basketball, a little bit of life. And, and he's just a good dude. And, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm pulling for him. Um, you know, it's, it's nice when good things happen to good people. And he's, he's pretty darn genuine. And uh, I believe he's an Eagles fan. So, you know, we don't hold that against him. I mean, I, I was a Vikings fan first as a child. Then I became Eagles fan. So uh, I, I do claim both. But but he's uh you know, he's a blue collar worker. You know, he's got that Western PA vibe about him. Yeah. And I lived in uh, middle of Pennsylvania for a while. So I, I kind of got that when I talked, I've only really had one, you know, long conversation with him, a uh, personal conversation. And I got the same vibe, you know, you're talking about, which you feel like he's genuine. Uh, you also feel like he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And that's what I love about it. You know, he's well-traveled. That's why I like to pick his brain. He's well-traveled. Um, you know, he's coached, coached abroad, you know, coach G league, you know, just have, has seen, you know, seen a lot of basketball and, uh, yep. that, that I enjoy, you know, and his willingness to share and, uh, it's, it's all organic. Let's uh, get a final thought from Cheryl. Once again, thank you to our sponsors, Rudy Luther, Toyota, all energy, Cara Quinn, your realtor, my realtor, successful marketing group. Again, the next live show is December 14th, 7 30 PM 
at Pizza Luce, downtown Minneapolis. Uh, come up. It'll be a great time. It's also for a great cause. We uh, we thank you in advance for all of your support. Uh, and, hey, uh, thanks. thank you for supporting TalkNorth.com. We have a lot of great shows. We have great outdoor content. We're going to add a couple big names here soon. And uh, we just appreciate you listening. And we especially appreciate listening to the Cheryl Reeves Show and supporting women's sports. Uh, by the way, my show this week, uh, Blocked and Muted with Jim Suhan, will feature uh, old friend Andrea Yak, president and co-founder of the Minnesota women's soccer team. Uh, they are just kind of getting things rolling with uh, with investors and you know on track to hire a coach. I'm going to be writing about them in the future this week. Just going to have a fun conversation with Andre on my show. So please check that out at talknorth.com uh, as well. All right, final thoughts, Cheryl. Yeah, what's on my mind uh, right now, and I kind of want to uh, make sure we highlight is the what's going on at the Supreme Court with regard yeah. to you know, the challenge to Roe v. Wade. And um, I thought Hillary Hillary Clinton. Uh, said it best, and is we have to ensure uh, that our daughters don't have uh, fewer rights than we did, um, and and so I'm very concerned, you know, about the direction with that, and we've got to make sure that we, you know, we have to stay active, um, you know, in our participation and in, in what's happening. It's not, you know, just you know go to a, a voting booth and you're done. There's just so much that has to be done, and awareness has to be brought to, um, you know, the, this issue. And, um, you know, that's been under attack for a while now. Uh, and even seeing, um, you know, former Vice President Mike, Mike Pence talking about him um, seeing Roe v. Wade being overturned, you know, um, in, in the near future. And so it's very, very concerning, very upsetting. Uh, and we've got to work, work, work uh, to make sure that uh, a woman's right to choose um, you know, remains intact. Um, and, and so, you know, there, there's that and, and, you know, there's a couple other uh, you know, issues uh, Janice Shortle um, brought to light uh, with regard to, um, you know, marriage equality and same-sex couples and some of the issues that we go through, one of which applies to me, um, you know, having a child and the rights that I don't have uh, versus, say, you know, Jim, you and Stacy would have um, in, in terms of, uh, you know, when my wife, um, you know, had Oliver, uh, I, I am not legally uh, Oliver's parent, I would have to go through an adoption process. And so uh, with the news, yeah, with, with the news of, of Janice Shortle and her wife um, soon having a baby, you know, these are things that we're, you know, we've been talking about. There was a, there was a story recently. So, you know, lots going on with regard to basic, uh, basic human rights, equal rights, that sort of thing that we have to stay involved. Um, and we can't just uh, think that it's, you know, just show up at a voting booth every four years. I just read a story, I believe, about a protest in Poland, basically over uh, over these rights, and it was a huge turnout. And those things tend to make a difference, maybe not immediately, but over time. Now, the other thing is, it, isn't it remarkable, uh, given when you think back on how Hillary Clinton was discredited and painted as, you know, unlikable and yeah. some kind of a villain, she has been absolutely right about absolutely everything yeah and i think we know the reasons you know yes. it's, it's uh you know being a woman you know in this world and, and uh you know it's it's tough and if, if she wasn't a woman you know she would have been our next president yep all right we'll talk more about that uh and at the live show and of course as we always do on these shows i appreciate cheryl's willingness to uh to go off the court and talk about what's really important of course, basketball is important in its own way, too, and uh, and I appreciate everything Cheryl does. Thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. Thanks again to Brandon, and we'll talk to you next week.